1: Trevor Sternhead from the Black Dahlia Murder here, and you're listening to the Ever Black Podcast.
0: Hey, human skull this is odorous from Qual. We're going to that fear Fair Factory. This is George Corcoran Fisher. This is Jasmine Deladrive. This is Wade from Our Last Enemy. Mike Smith from 2017. is at Wednesday Thirteen. This is Mike from Caldwell Hill. This is James Smith You're listening to EverBlack Podcast.
2: Before we go into this episode of the Ever Black Podcast, we just need to give a shout-out to our show supporters, the Occult Clothing. Brand Electric Witch. Love amazing apparel from shirts to hoodies to hats to beanies, dresses, and more. Check out their full range at electricwitch.com.au and put in the code EVERBLACK for 20% off your order. Also, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the EVERBLACK podcast on Spotify and iTunes podcast streams and see all our video interviews on the EVERBLACK YouTube channel. You can also read all our articles and reviews at everblack.com.au. All right, on with the show. Thanks for joining us on the show. Uh, how's everything going on this rainy Monday night? You staying safe up there in Brizzo? We're
1: yeah. doing what we can. We're not wearing masks because we're in my house and I don't yeah. want to wear a mask in my house. Mm. But, um, you know, other than that, yeah, everything's pretty good. Everything's we're, pretty it's, good. it's raining here. It's, it's been a miserable few days. It's just been that constant medium low level like rain to drizzle for about three or four days straight. So that's cool. But, um, you know, when, when you're in the studio and there's warm lights and all that kind of stuff, it uh, makes you feel a bit better. So we're sticking around in here.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it's good for the old creativity, this, this weather, I find.
1: Very much so. Yeah. It awesome. It's awesome. also good for eating unhealthy food and staying <laughs> under the and watching
2: yeah. I, I I ate lots of uh, macas today and I feel terrible. Oh, yeah. But you know
1: Your life. Right. You live it how you want, man. You eat all the maggots.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then feel bad about it later and and drink yeah. terrible That's big bad. like this trooper. It's terrible. Oh, no,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. I thought, you know, I'll give it a go. I had the, the Metallica one the other night. And yep. uh I, I'm
3: You gotta give them a go, right? And then you can say you've had them and you can leave a review and you move, <laughs> on <with laughs> you move on with your life, right? yeah. yeah. That's
2: it. That's it. That's it. You guys need your own uh, stranger beer.
1: Well, we uh, we yeah. might we might be working on a,
3: uh, a coffee. Yeah, a stranger <laughs> branded uh, blend. Hey, for, uh, the coffee. stranger beans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like that stranger beans. Hey. Uh, <laughs> <Make> <laughs> it yeah. Well, because
1: uh, Daniel and Drew both used to be specialty baristas, oh. and so they know all the people. And there's a there's a uh, uh, specialty roastery here in brisbane that's amazing and the dude's actually a fan of our music so we've been chatting and yeah so we're probably going to come up
3: with some kind of collaboration we've just got to make sure that it's that the pun in the title of the coffee is is good enough to actually sell yeah 100 uh, yeah, we've got to work on it.
2: what would it be yeah.
3: i don't know we, we we've got some candles in our merch for, for kaleidoscope and we had some some really great names for some sense, like Scent for Dad. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Based, based off titles from the last album. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, coffee's a bit harder. Yeah. We'll
2: figure it, it out there, man. It is. But, hey, put me down. Put me down for it. But, but of course, in the meantime, your much-anticipated new album, Kaleidoscope, is out this week on April 9, and I've been cranking it. And uh, you just dropped the single The Gemini, Ooh. and that's incredible. Um, It's got a lot of people <laughs> pumped, Day. Eh? It's it's amazing.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. First of all, thank you, and second of all, we really hope people are listening to it. <laughs> the fact that anyone's
3: listening to it is is, is pretty
1: cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, man. You never want to like. I don't think I'll ever get to the point, even if we blow the fuck up one day, and are selling out arenas, like that'll ever happen. But even if that weren't ever happen, I I still would be amazed at anyone that turned up i'd be like really (laughs) you came out
3: this is sick oh my god
1: and that's how i feel about people listening to our music we've had some really good responses but i'm still just like holy shit
3: people like it at all that's amazing yeah i kept kept expecting like like i know it's to sound really uh narcissistic i know it's good like i know the music's really good i'm just saying that. but Mm. i expected bad things like bad comments and shit but we have had zero yeah it's all been positive and that that's what's getting me the most yeah, you know. yeah it's been very positive yeah
2: are you planning on doing anything to celebrate on 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 friday it's friday right april oh, mine's friday yes
1: yeah it is friday, our, yeah, um, friday. Our, drew's girlfriend bought us a bottle of champagne to celebrate something from like a year ago and it's still sitting there so maybe because this is we, we couldn't celebrate it because of COVID, obviously. Oh yeah, that's oh, what it was.
3: Yeah. It was- that's yeah, the- that's the thing that thing happened the last year. Yeah. yeah.
1: So so maybe maybe this is the week where we finally open the bottle.
2: Yeah. Hey, what a way to celebrate though. I mean, this right. happened really good. I mean, it's it's definitely shown an evolutionary step with the band. It's an- oh, well,
3: thank you
1: very much, man. Absolutely. Really appreciate you saying so.
2: Yeah. No, and the review. I've been seeing reviews pop up from other people too, and as we mentioned before, like it's been really positive. And um, I know you played a show the other night, in Mansfield Tavern, with uh, a sucker punch and Adriatic and Carullian yeah. and Seraphic. How was that playing some of those tracks live?
3: Yeah,
1: man, it was it was really good. Um, we're getting, you know, we've a couple of the new songs that we've been kind of seasoning the set with over the last couple of months. Uh, just getting more used to them, um, but we're we're slowly coming into our own um, mm-hmm. with these new songs like it's always difficult like figuring out like you know little things like where are the bits where you can you know you can rock the fuck out and still play all right like these are the things you have to figure out like by playing you know playing 20 or 30 shows with the songs and like nutting out all the little details but we're slowly getting there and it went really
3: well and we had some really great responses mm-hmm. to the great, tracks great photos yeah yeah and that, uh, yeah they look special. cool had Andrew Basso from Melbourne just up in Brisbane he came along and did some some photos he's he's the the master of live music photography in Australia. yeah if you like live music photography and girls in lingerie
1: yes. you should definitely go to his Instagram <laughs> I can highly recommend it
3: <laughs> there you go
1: very, very good at what he does yeah but yeah man like um a, a moment ago you, you said there's a clear evolution in the sound like that's kind of We've heard that sentiment from quite a few people, and it's really gratifying because you want to um, like there, there. There's a certain strangeness to our sound, or you know, like to any band, they have their sound, and you don't want to sort of come out with something that makes you sound like a completely different band. Um, but you always want to sound like you've like knocked it up a notch from the previous release. And that's what we've heard just about everybody. So we're super, super happy about that.
2: And I like the synthy stuff too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, flavor. Uh, yeah, for sure. We all, um, we all collectively got pretty into this band called the midnight. I don't know if you've heard of them. No. Um, yeah, so there's a genre called synth wave, which is basically using um, uh, modern you know electronic production techniques um but using all 80 synthesizer kinds of sounds so it's like so it's modern and polished and and all that sort of stuff but it's still very nostalgic like um they call it like retro wave and that kind yeah, of thing yeah. um and yeah there's a band called the midnight and they saw sort of one of the bigger acts in that genre and they just they just write the most kick-ass songs for anyone listening go and listen to this the album nocturnal start to finish it is magic anyway
3: well, you'll, you'll see influences from that album, particularly in, yeah. in like 11th Hour and, and yeah. Siren. 11th Hour, Creatures in the Canopy, Sirens, all these songs,
1: like you can really hear that we've been listening to The Midnight. So. <laughs> and Voyager. Yeah, and Voyager. Oh, yeah, funny,
2: yeah, of course.
1: Yeah, the new song yeah. Gemini. I, I actually didn't even make the connection at all, um, but uh, I was having a chat with Chris the Melko from um, uh, Orpheus Omega, and he got he, he messaged me about the song and he was like, At what point are you gonna tell Voyager that they can retire now? Uh, <laughs> and I was just like, Oh shit, yeah. Cause it, it totally
3: sounds <laughs> like a Voyager
1: track. But that's a compliment because Voyager are kick ass. So. they
2: are the incredible incredible band. Yeah, and the,
1: loveliest, the loveliest people li- li- yeah, probably the nicest people on the planet. So they are.
2: And you know what? I gotta say, I'd love to see you guys tour together like a Oh
1: man. that'd be dope we've only played the one show with them it was like years ago because it was yeah. us and, and then caligula's horse and it was a really fun night but um yeah i think i think we would be a good uh, a good mesh mm.
2: it's one party yeah and and caligula's horse as well, as well. Yeah. man it's the prog scene in australia is really growing really fast and and yeah man. Re- it just gets stronger hey like i think
3: everyone's looking to Australia to be the next prog thing. Because, yeah, like, yeah. There's so much good shit coming out at the moment. Um, 100%. And it was all like it was
1: all um like the original torch was lit back in the day by Carnival and everyone's just been trying to catch up ever
3: since. Foot, 12 foot.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 12 foot, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um but you know like it's true that there's some amazing bands coming out of Australia right now. Um, and you know, where we feel super lucky to know some of these people and have played shows with them. Um, but I think it's also worth uh, remembering that a lot of these sort of bands that blow up or whatever, like Caligula's Horse or whatever, like they there's a stupid amount of work that happened for years and years before they kind of exploded. You know, it's like, um, I think Rick Beato had a video that was called like, the twenty-four year overnight success, yeah. like that kind of thing. It's just yeah. like these bands work for ages, and then they finally break through, and it's just like,
3: whoa, they came out of nowhere. It's yeah, like, yeah. well,
1: actually, <laughs> they've been
3: kicking around. It's, it's overnight to the audience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. It's, it's that's right. You don't see all the blood, sweat, and tears, and beers, and all that stuff, and and the bags under the eyes from hours <laughs> of you know working overtime yeah, I and mean, doing all that stuff. Actually,
1: um, I sat down, I had lunch the other day with um, Sam from Caligula's Horse and he was telling me all about, you know, their their early days and they, like, they worked harder than any band I've heard of. Like, he was telling me that lit- literally from right after they released their first album through to when they released their fourth album, it was just non-stop, constant, every week, like, just continual work. So they, you know, as... Caligula's Horse are one of those bands that is just like you can't help looking up to from a musical perspective. Like what they do is just absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely. But they've worked their fucking asses off for it too. And I love that. I love those stories.
2: And you guys seem to be following in those footsteps as well. I mean, I know it's really difficult at the moment with what's going on in the world. The little thing that happened like a week ago with the stripper trading. Yeah.
3: What
1: was it called? Casona? K- K-
2: the uh, band? I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> but I, I think, we, especially with this album, like right, once things sort of start easing off again, I think you guys are going to be really busy. Really, really busy. Which is. I really hope right. you're right. Look forward to. No, absolutely.
3: Yeah. We've, we've already had to. Well, we. we... We have we have postponed one tour no 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 we
1: have booked and subsequently <laughs> canceled three Australian tours and yeah. a Japan tour yeah oh so yeah it was uh not not fun um but the thing is it's like the the, the main thing that made all that stuff bearable was knowing that kind of no one else was touring either <laughs> you yeah. know like, See, no,
2: you're not everyone,
1: yeah exactly it's we, we there's no FOMO because yeah, you know, there's nothing to miss out on right now but yeah man look I really I really hope you're right um we you know obviously we've got the same we've got the same hopes and dreams as every other band that you know puts music out and creates albums we want a tour we want to like I think for all of us collectively the bucket list right at the top is Europe and the states like if we can if we can get there that'd sort of I think I'd be able to die a happy man at that point, <laughs> but it's like um, we've we've heard from a lot of people close to us that this new album has the potential of taking us further in that direction. Yes. So um, I've been very happy to hear that kind of feedback. Um, you know, I'm actually at the point now where it's like I'm actually after some like criticism because we haven't had any yet. Yeah. Like, it sounds oh, really?
2: don't put yeah, that out there.
1: Oh, <laughs> constructive criticism because it's like obviously I, I love i love that people are enjoying it that sort of stuff and i've heard almost nothing bad about it but at this point i'm like i'm always wanting to do better so what can we do better so yeah it's like
3: it's just curiosity yeah,
1: yeah. or maybe maybe it's just that you know inbuilt need for self-flagellation yeah like there's, <laughs> there's definitely
3: things like listening back on it where certain parts and i'm sure you're the same because you you mixed it mixed it mixed it you mixed it um <laughs> but like there's stuff that we could have improved on
1: no oh for sure yeah there's that's the thing it's like you never you never are like a hundred percent happy with a release you're always like oh, no, i could have done that differently or i wish i tweaked this or this particular sonic element is not right or whatever but
3: it's interesting to see what other people mm. would pick up yeah things yeah. that we are paying attention to that we think is good but like, yeah 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 for sure. i don't know i'm not asking Terrific. for criticism but yeah yeah but something constructive well, would, would, yeah. would be cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What do what, what you want, man? Give, give us some constructive what, what some did, feedback. What didn't you like? <laughs> I A hard yeah, call.
2: You know, that it is really it is a hard call because I actually really, actually genuinely enjoyed it. Um, what do you – see, this, you can't please everybody, but the feedback <laughs> so far has been really good, and I enjoyed it. I had it on loop today at work while I was working and awesome. I, I, I didn't get bored of it. I enjoyed it. Got me through my few hours of work and, uh, you know, took me on a little, little journey while I was packaging things up. It was good. Yeah, and, but awesome. I can't, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. If you put it out there, th- there's going to be someone that'll be like,
3: yeah, but I don't It'll know. Be, I should- first
1: yeah the thing has to, has to come out that is maybe correct. we're gonna
3: get this torrent of like really <laughs> shitty reviews in like three days time. yeah maybe it's just because
1: the singles have come out not the rest of the album they'll yeah. be like well the album tracks is shit
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, i don't know yeah. i don't know where'd you record it
3: so uh there, there's a room next to this in, one in there <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, if yeah. you
1: yeah, like, you yeah gotta you go,
2: go through go, that yeah, door yeah, yeah. and if you keep going. That was weird. Um, <laughs> like, like dude. No, um,
1: we uh we recorded the drums down at the uh, unfortunately now uh, yeah, now dead <laughs> studio circuit um, on the Gold Coast, which is um while it was alive, that studio was was kind of a big deal. Um everyone recorded there from like um Uh, Sky Harbor Harbor and uh, yeah Caligula's Horse recorded most of their drums there from the last few albums um just a a bunch of really cool bands have recorded there's this big amazing million dollars like builds down there and the guy that was running it was like renting it out like crazy cheaply like it was it literally had all the best microphones and gears this huge acoustically treated room and it was like 350 bucks a day it was amazing so um uh, and there was no time limit like they were like yeah you can rock up whenever you want go home whenever you want and it's 350 a day it was like such a good deal so anyway we um we recorded the drums there uh, which was really cool that took about five days
3: um and acoustics
1: as well yeah yeah and the acoustics and then everything else we did here so um yeah. i mean my my main job is i produce bands so i um i i record and mix and produce for a living so Having all of the studio stuff set up here kind of made that a lot easier, um, and you know, also on top of that, like the 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 guitars and the bass and everything, it was all track direct. Like we didn't we didn't use a real amplifier. We used Axe FXs, and um, uh, the vocals. I, I've got a little vocal booth. Sorry.
2: It just reamped it. Did all reamping stuff.
1: No, so just straight into the Axe three yeah. and Pro Tools. And that was cool. it. Like we 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 took a DI as well, just in case we wanted to reamp. But the the we worked really hard on getting the tone right at the start, so we just went with that. Um, and I've got a little vocal booth here, and so we just recorded all the vocals. The um the way it sort of worked was um uh Tom did all the lead vocals on the album, obviously because he's the lead singer. Um, with the exception of Jester, which I did the lead vocals for. Um, all of the backing vocals are me, basically. Um, except for jester which is (laughs) yeah there's a little bit of tom backing in jester yeah but uh so uh you know we spent lots of time getting all the lead vocals right and then after that it was just a case of me sitting here on my own sm57 in front of the computer just like singing layers and layers and layers of harmonies so yeah it was um the whole process was like it was it was pretty stressful man because like we got the drums done and that was cool that all went to plan and then that thing that thing that happened happened (laughs) and uh the yeah the the some sort of some kind of illness yeah took took hold and um what happened was all the like the bands I was working with at the time pulled out of the studio so I had to go and drive uber to um to keep my bills paid but the thing was is that like
0: planning on traveling this summer
1: And JobKeeper hadn't been released yet, so I, so literally, I was working like twelve-hour days, making about one hundred and fifty bucks, and then I'd come home and I'd track guitars or bass or vocals or whatever for like six hours, then go to sleep and just do that repeat for like. And we, we were like
3: sneaking over here to track. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Technically, we weren't allowed to. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was, a, it was a tricky time, man. We were was, just going to work. Yeah, yeah. It was a
1: very <laughs> stressful time, but. That was this um,
2: time last year, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It like was actually
2: right same. now, yeah, because yeah, I yeah. had the same issue. I had a, yeah, right. Okay. Some sneaky, sneaky things. And then yeah, yeah, I yeah. was just, oh, man. Well, see, hey, like,
1: we were lucky in Brisbane because we had, you know, like, the, the pandemic hit. We had basically no cases at all, and the borders were closed, like, you know, tighter than a vice, so... You know, everyone did the the stay at home thing and the masks thing, but we always, we didn't need to because there were no cases. It didn't spread here at all. So life actually, compared to, comparatively with other states, yeah. um life came back to normal pretty quickly here, like within a matter of a few months. But there was just that crunch time for me where I had no free time at all. It was really, really fucking stressful.
3: It was really mean the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> i
1: was so stressed but we got it done yeah Uh, and that's so yeah and it, it came together well and um yeah there's there's a there's a really big difference between producing your own band to producing someone else's like it's not that i care differently because i don't want anything to leave my studio that doesn't sound good but there's this or it doesn't sound as good as i can possibly make it but there is this whole other weight on your shoulders, knowing that it's like it's your music, and so it's like there's there's so much. I don't know. I feel like there's so much more riding on it. So mm. I mean, like all of this stress, it's all like self invented. Like it's you know, no one's imposing it on me. Head. Yeah, <laughs> but
3: it is what it is, you know.
2: But I mean, you guys signed with um, Octane and uh, Wild Thing as well, Wild Thing Records. Yeah,
3: yeah. that that was a really interesting time because we. Um, we played, the last show we played last year before COVID um, was a, a battle of the bands in a, in a, a Wacken, to, to like go over and play Wacken in Germany. We won the Brisbane Heat and just as we were about to go down to Melbourne, COVID hit, so we couldn't play it. It's still like being postponed, but uh, the organiser contacted us and um, things mm. happened and we signed up to his management uh mm. And bookings for shows and stuff, just as COVID hit. So we basically had this huge team now, mm-hmm. and over time we like we signed to Octane, we signed to Wild Thing, but we we weren't touring, we couldn't play anything. We just had to sort of sit on top of the album for like wow. nine months, yeah. Well, we couldn't play shows, and we had this like great team. The first time we had a bookings team and management, and we mm. couldn't use it to its potential. So now, yeah it's like well shit it's kind of the floodgates are kind of opening now yeah a little
1: bit like there's still a cool stops happening still not fully open though because it's like you know the borders are closed again and it's like yeah. we don't know when you're going to be able to tour but it like we're we're starting to we're finally feeling like we're being able to properly make the best use out of this really great team that's supporting us because we've got um yeah because we we've, we've got all the guys at Octane, we've got all the guys at um the hard drive agency we've got um we've got all the guys at wild thing and so there's this big team
3: and destroyer lines and destroyer lines as well so
1: it's like it's sort of a weird feeling when you're used used to doing everything yourself and all of a sudden there's just like emails flying back and forth all over the place from different people organizing stuff and you're just like oh yeah and uh, stuff
3: that we don't have to respond to i think is the 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 weirdest thing because i generally do all the emails and things Mm. so it's like Oh, like we got an email. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I don't need to do anything for that
2: because yeah, I just, I just see it. In saying yeah, that, I, boys, shout out to to Mission um and Bailey. Oh, yeah, 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 like yeah, absolutely part of the team. Like the, the they dream team are doing amazing work, and yeah. with yeah. you guys and and during this whole thing, like awesome work, guys. So
1: no, hundred percent. No, like. Mish is like the hardest working PR person I think I've ever met. Like um, her and I were hanging out a little while ago and she was telling me that uh, sometimes she sets alarms at 2am to get up to make sure she sends something off at a time when someone in Germany is most likely to read the email. <laughs> like just, just shit like that. Like she's so crazy over the top. And like, I, I mean, I, 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 know Bailey is too, but the thing is like Bailey is kind of like one step removed now that he's sort of managing so many different things, but I hear and he's from, in Melbourne. And he's in Melbourne, yeah, so yeah. I hear from me, he's just that he's like the hardest worker. He, he is a universe. machine, yeah. With
3: yeah. with the amount of shit that he does and manages to put together, like that dude is yeah. incredible.
2: Yeah, I agree, hundred percent, hundred percent.
1: Good call. call, man. Good
2: call out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and in regards to the album cover, I like mm. how it said it's got that theme. It sort of also runs through the single covers as well. It's like a, it was like a portal. A doorway, yeah. like, uh, how's how that tie into the kaleidoscope?
3: Well, <laughs> kind of doesn't. Okay, well, so it's a, it's a long explanation. It, it, yeah, it's a the, look. It kind of okay. is what the happened moment. was we came up with the title for the album
1: um, and we stuck with it. Um, but the artwork idea that Chris uh, Chris Mangos um Chris P. stevenson Mangos, crispy aka, mangoes a, aka crispy mangoes um the idea he came up with the art was so great that we just went like yeah it doesn't necessarily tie into the kaleidoscope idea but it still is a fucking bitch and looking
3: thing and he, he was in the middle of finalizing his uh drafts for seahorses rise radiant so they were kind of they're a little bit similar. We're yeah. Like, yeah, we don't
1: want but- to. We we really didn't want to look like we were ripping Seahorse yeah. off because, like, we're obviously a big fans of them
3: and friends with the guys. Yeah, and, and friends. Them want to be like, like
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, his yeah. his initial drafts looked a lot like the Rise Radiant stuff, and we were like, try no. nah, something else. So we went away and he came back with the portals thing, um, because oh, that's right. Because the idea that we had, which we gave to him, and he that's what he came back with, was it would be really cool if you're looking at the front cover and you're actually looking down the barrel of the album. So each portal as it gets smaller is thematically linked to each song. So the outside one is 11th hour, which is very dark and industrial and everything. So we've got the warehouse. And then the next one, Gemini, is sort of set in this like sci-fi desert. There's like a broken moon in the thing because that's like a sci-fi kind of song. Yeah. And then Jungles is the third song. Obviously, so, the jungle. <laughs> yeah, obviously the jungles, and then Jester, which is like the, the ball ballroom room and that sort of stuff. So it's like you're
3: looking right down the barrel of the album. And then when you open the the booklet inside, it's yeah. got it each of the singles, and you can see like we can only fit four on the front. Yeah, because we've so, got yeah, too small. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so we've got the other the other four around the other side, which is really cool. That yeah, is
2: awesome. So, I love it.
3: Yeah, thanks, man. We're, we're really happy with how it came out.
1: Like, once again, just shout out to Chris. He is the dude. Nicest guy. Super easy to work with. Like, really generous. Just a lovely human being. And so he did all the, he did all the artwork on the first album as well. And what I really love about him is that he's a chameleon. Like, you can basically, he can come back with whatever idea you want to run with and have something really unique, you know, and to me, that's the, that's the mark of a really great graphic designer. So yeah. Nothing,
3: nothing he gave us, any of the drafts were bad. Like there's still drafts we want to use. eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. The the first, the first jungles draft, for like the single artwork. Oh yeah. We never even even planned to have it as a single.
1: Like I reckon we should just release him as t-shirts because honestly, like, yeah, he did some, he did some designs for us. That That were just wonderful.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like just really properly gorgeous <coughs> design. So we'll we pro- where let's put them on t
2: T-shirt. Yeah,
3: let's do that.
2: That's a really good idea. See, and then <laughs> or oh, you just you should just get one of those actual portals. That'd be cool.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah man. We can, work,
2: you
1: can, you can <laughs> get
3: to work. Get behind the the quantum physics on that one and get back to us. That'd be sweet. Yeah, we'll build them on stage and then just oh. Yeah. That friends, would, you, you know, know
2: what that would actually be pretty cool to have well not actual portals on stage but you know what i mean <laughs> like that kind of mechanism that had screens in it so you can like
3: uh, with we're, we're looking artwork. at yeah banners and shit with a portal each side of the drums yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. if we could build them if we could build them and do a concert in five continents
1: on the one stage that'd be mm-hmm. sick yeah. something like death clock shit right there yeah,
2: yeah. see yeah. That's exactly right. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. But um, <laughs> I mean, we were talking before about you know it's coming out on um, vinyl as well, white vinyl. That looks incredible. Have yeah. you guys got yeah. that
0: yet?
3: Uh, we should have it tomorrow. <laughs> we haven't actually
1: seen them yet. So, yeah, um, we've we've only seen the test pressings to make sure the audio works, but yeah, they
3: look really cool. We um the splatter especially.
1: Yeah, because we got we yeah because we got the white one and we got a clear one with blue splatter on it. It Looks really cool too. Um, we this is the first time we've ever made vinyls, which is really exciting. It makes us feel um, like a legit band
3: now because yeah. we have vinyls. <laughs> uh, our pockets definitely felt it though. <laughs> yeah, they did. God, yeah. oh, they're expensive. They are so expensive to yeah. make. But, you watch but all these he- bands do? limited runs of like, oh, we're just going to do... We'll just do 500 of these. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to our 3,000 of these other colours.
1: Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus so Christ. Expensive. So
2: what were we going to say? I was just going to say, there is something really special about having that physical media. Like, yeah. on Vine... I mean, it's an old sort of Ooh. thing. It's yeah, like yeah. cassettes. Like, b- bands bring bringing out cassettes now too. But there's something... I think that's pretty damn special about holding that and and seeing that.
3: Art. For sure,
1: with with vinyls, I 100 percent agree with you. We're at the point now where I'm not even sure why we're printing CDs. Like we are.
3: Yeah, yeah. But
1: I don't know why. Because who uses CD players anymore? Like,
3: well, yeah. Because I, I think it's more the the collection thing. Like,
1: yeah, but I mean, like that's the thing is like you can have the vinyl thing, but it's like. If it's just something someone's got to buy and then put on the shelf and never pull out, it just feels like, well, I mean, for that kind of person, there's probably so few of those people. Like the vinyl thing I get, because it's an an experience, you have to go and put it on the record player and that sort of stuff. And it's like, it's something that you want to do because it's vibey and it's cool. But with CDs, it's sort of like, I really do think... They're, they're at the end of their life cycle. Like, I would be very surprised if we print CDs for future releases. Like,
2: do you know what the okay. weirdest thing about that is, though? Is that apparently yeah. CDs are very popular still in Japan.
1: Really? But apparently. Yeah.
2: That's really? what a friend of mine told me. He's like, yeah, they still have CD stores with posters and promo stuff, and it's the physical media I over there still popular.
3: Really thinking about here in terms of like what's popular like we don't know what's yeah you know that's
1: true else. it's probably worth having a chat with um the guys at wild thing because they'd have a much better idea yeah. than we would yeah have. but i mean i know
2: exactly what you mean though like here yeah, yeah. and probably in america as well like it's all about how many you can fit into your phone you know yeah, so easy these days but vinyl i it's it it's weird that you know, it, people kind of they they take pride of putting an album on that that record player, taking the picture, and and yeah. showing everybody what they're listening yeah. to. We well, can't really do that yeah. with a CD,
1: not really. But uh, yeah, that's exactly right. And when you get a vinyl, it's so big, you got, know, you've got you a poster at the so, same time. You know, yeah, it's the size element as well. It's yeah. like, yeah, look at my little CD. Look at this fucking thing. Yeah. So we we've, we've all unfortunately learned that sometimes size does matter. Yes. <laughs>
2: And, uh, you know, the, the candle idea as well you were talking about before. Who, whose idea was that? It's really cool.
1: Well, so, um, uh, Link's <laughs> lovely wife has her own candle making company.
3: Oh, awesome.
1: So she, she designs all these beautiful candles and, like, she really gets into the, you know, the,
3: the chemistry and putting different smells together and see how they work and everything and so We was, saw, we saw, uh we had the idea a while ago. Drew and I were like, "Oh, is it cool? Is it like, is anyone gonna buy it?" And then we saw Pliny release his candles, and yeah. we we're like, "Fuck, we can do it! Let's so, yeah, do it!"
1: We didn't copy Pliny because we <laughs> already had the idea. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but now, like, um, uh, what's the other Wild Thing band? Acolyte, like, they've got yeah. candles too. Like, oh yeah, that's, that's right. It's that's now fair. a Wild Thing Records thing. Uh, really uh, Staple cool. candles. Yeah, <laughs> these ones. Um, what was the sense we went with? Uh, blue sage and
1: sea salt. Yeah, blue sage and sea salt. Yeah. It's a it's a unusual but very pleasant and and striking scent. It's lovely. It's not overpowering. It's it's subtle but it's really nice. If there's like a if there's a scent that you could say it's the stranger, I'd say we we we. Got as close as you could
3: really. Not Dan shirtless in a room. No. Okay. No one deserves that.
2: <laughs> I think that's a really good idea though. Like I'm I, I'm I'm keen to check that out. Cause it is different. Everyone's doing the, the hot sauce thing at the moment, which I'm, yeah. I'm totally for. But there Me are too. other there's there's other sources. You know what I mean? Like
3: yep. when's, it, well, when's, why, it being... when's it Ranger
2: Aeoli? <laughs> <laughs> See, oh yeah. there's like or oh, there's like was it Prego, Prego Source?
3: What's that Prego source? Oh,
2: yeah. But you could call it yeah. Progo Source.
3: Yeah. Oh bam. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty
2: good. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> but looking into the future, of course, touring yeah. and, and, and things like that. You said you've 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 had to push back tours and stuff, but have you got anything that's sort of locked in in the meantime? Oh uh, we've
3: got we've got one thing that we can't talk about. We've got oh, one Lord, thing. Mate. That, uh, we, uh, no, no sorry. We'll, we'll get we started. We, we will. Um, <laughs> uh, we
1: have got one thing that's more or less locked in. We can't talk about another. Uh, we've got um, an album launch show that is in uh, that is close to being locked in. So we can't give a date for that yet because we're still negotiating. But that'll happen. And then the tour thing is um, very much in the planning in the planning and organising stages.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So it is happening, but again, it's all around. Borders like because we keep thinking things are fine and then borders close again. So. Yeah,
3: it, there, there's been a lot of things. Like the first tour that we had to postpone or, or cancel was obviously because of COVID, but the, the latest one we had to do was because the venues were either the, the venue capacity they were favoring <laughs> people who could fill the, the, the space, so like bigger bands yeah. would, uh, you know, win the. The, the contest, dates. yeah, yeah, the yeah. Because so, that's the thing. It's
1: like now that now that things are opening up again, there's all these bands that have been sitting around for ages, yeah. And now everyone's desperate to tour, so it's not where it used to be. Where it was a lot more staggered, and so you had a lot of free. You know, you had a, a lot more options when it came to venues because everyone's now jumping in at the same time. So it's as a well lot...
3: as venues closing down.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. There's yeah. a lot. There's a lot fewer venues. So like there's we like lost
3: the crowbar here. Yeah. So there's one. Like the probably one of the biggest local It was like
1: the metal venue in Brisbane. So it's like that that a lot of that's happened around the place. So it's it's harder, it's it's for so many reasons it's harder to book a tour right now. Um, you know, unless you're like a much bigger band that can fill out much bigger venues because they're still available. It's all of it's all of the clubs and that kind of thing that everyone's sort of fighting over. So we just we can't we can't give any dates right now because stuff is being organized. But it's a laborious process, so yeah, it's a very different world
2: now. Yeah. It is. Yeah, totally agree with that one. But uh hopefully, I mean, hopefully we get to see you guys on the coast soon. Yeah. Mose Mos or Vinnies or yeah. know, oh,
3: Vinnies Vinny's. Oh, Vinnies. Yeah, yeah. Where about located?
2: Whereabouts are you? I'm I'm uh I'm bit halfway. I'm sort of northern end of the coast.
1: Yeah, right,
2: okay. So I, I sort of live between both worlds.
1: Yeah, yeah, true that, true that, true
2: that. But yeah, I do, I, I do like uh, Vinny's and Moe's, it's so what we got, yeah. And I'll, I, I you know what, support it, <laughs>
3: yeah. Vinny's, uh, Vinny's is a tiny but very cool place. <laughs> well, didn't it win like Gold Coast, uh, Gold Coast Nightclub of the Year 2020 or something recently in the staff? Yeah, the
2: yeah, they did, yeah,
1: crazy yeah,
3: <laughs> crazy time. Yeah. Very unexpected
2: because it's (laughs) the tiniest little place. But, yeah, still good on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's good times, though. I I like going down and and having a few beers. But, uh, of course, in the meantime, guys, uh, thanks for hanging out tonight. The the Stranger Kaleidoscope comes out this week on April 9, and we'll have all the links down here. Uh, And, of course, get the bundles. Go and get the bundles with the links. Get yourself a candle. Buy some vinyl, guys. I'm pointing at somebody out there. Maybe I'm just pointing into the I don't know, but um, it's, it's a directive. Go
3: <laughs> spend
2: money,
1: money that pretty, way. Yeah, they're pretty cool bundles. Honestly, like yep. they're actually pretty good value. I think for like yeah, you would say that. I would. For like eighty nine dollars, you get like a t shirt, you get a vinyl, you get a CD, you get a candle, Again, you get a tote bag, tote bag, like a bunch of stuff for like yeah. ninety bucks. It's awesome. So do it.
2: Yeah, do, do, it. do it. Do it. Do it. What is Thanks, boys. It's uh been cool hanging and uh we will see you very soon, I hope.
1: Awesome. So, Thanks so much for your time, man. Appreciate you having us on.